Next, please. Um, hi, I'm looking for a real gynecologist. I'm looking for one too. <laughs> I need a real gynecologist. Episode one. Doctor, doctor, where are, are the, the real gynecologists? The concept of premarital sex is a complicated matter in Indian society. Generally. Women are expected to be virgins until marriage. Men more often than not do not deal with this expectation. There is a larger premium placed on women's virginity than on men's. Women are expected to be virgin brides, but the same expectation does not usually apply to men. But matters are not so simple. Premarital sex is a reality, and so is multiple partner sex and bisexual intimacy. The younger generation do not strictly comply with the standards of the older generations. They make their own rules. Young adults continue practicing premarital sex even though it is a taboo. What effect does this taboo have on young people? Listen ahead for our discoveries. You're joining Ruchi and Natalie, and this is our first episode where we will be discussing the experiences young Indian adults have faced while visiting gynecologists. Let's kick off with the account of Anika. Only pseudonyms have been used in this podcast to represent the names of young contributors, making it secretive, exciting, and simply ethical. My experiences with gynecologist has been uh, pretty limited. My first. One-on-one experience with a gynecologist happened earlier this year because of a pregnancy scare. Once I did reach there, it was it was really funny because this is a it's a very well-reputed hospital. It's one that really you know the privileged can afford to go to. Surprisingly, there uh, they didn't have a gynecology department. They had a mother and child section which which was really funny because gynecology is supposed to be a lot more than just prenatal and postnatal care and it just seems like even the best hospitals are in denial of that and the doctor i spoke to about a complication i had because of a birth control pill she did tell me that emergency pills are supposed to be taken not more than twice in your life and that was a bit scary because even though it was my second time i have friends who have popped lots of pills and they have no idea that they're not supposed to do it more than once and um, i told her that i wanted to just get some other tests for uh, stds done as well and so she sent me to the radiology department and it's really over there that you know the reaction i'd been expecting actually came the lady at the counter looks up from my form and says um, are you married and i said no and the moment i said that uh, the man who was sitting next to her at the counter turned around to look at me in shock and um, well yeah i felt quite invaded then really feel like that was the most difficult part of the scan 
um it did bother me when the old men around the department were scanning me and staring at me with my little form but i came out of the hospital that day feeling very grown up that was anika at one of the top hospitals in delhi she wanted to seek advice after what she thought was a pregnancy scare and so anika visited a gynecologist smart decision What is the one thing we found in Anika's account that was not supposed to be there? Judgment inside a health clinic. A sexual health clinic has no place for judgment and it must be a safe space. There is another testimony coming in from Assam, a northeastern state in India. Let's take a listen. In college I decided to visit a gynecologist and get myself checked. I filled out a form where I encountered the question married or unmarried. It did not make sense until 5 minutes later on the clinic bed the nurse lifted my top up to expose my stomach and splotch cold blue gel on it. My having ticked against unmarried in the form led them to assume I was a virgin. I struggled to explain to the blushing non-English speaking nurse that I was sexually active. I made awkward hand gestures towards my vagina instead. She still didn't seem to understand. What is the damn asmes word for non with non-virgin? I struggled to translate desperately. By this time the doctor had arrived. I blurted out my trouble to her in English, which is my primary language. What followed left me shocked. Throughout the checkup, the doc stared coldly at me and scolded me for destroying my body. I felt like a zoo animal. She asked if I had planned to marry this boy. She also promised not to tell my mother. I was like mama is aware and in support of my appointment. The doctor looked like she had seen stars. I tried to remain cool and confident but a lump formed in my throat. When she wrote out a prescription for the test, I caught a glimpse of a notepad's header and read gold medalist in gynecology Assam. I almost burst out laughing at that one. On the way back home, I thought of the intense and passionate love-making experiences I had shared with my male and female partners. The doc almost made me forget about something I cherish most in my life, intimacy. The clinic Its doctor and its system tried to deny me my right to freely seek sexual health care. I felt slut-shamed, intimidated, and belittled, and was made to pay money for it. You just heard Prisha, who kindly agreed to share with us a difficult account of being shamed by a doctor. A similar reaction can be noted from the medical staff in both the accounts. But what is this reaction to? Premarital sex. Premarital sex. Pre-marital sex. We hear the issues of premarital sex being raised when the nurse assumed Prisha was a virgin because she ticked unmarried on the medical form, and the doctor gave her scolding and cold stares in response to the fact that she was engaging in premarital sex, promising not to tell her mother. But to the surprise of the gold medalist gynecologist, Prisha's mother already knew and was in support of her daughter's visit to seek sex health care. Contrary to popular belief, many Indians, young, old, parents, sometimes even grandparents, do not share in the notion that premarital sex is impure, dirty, and all-out wrong. Anika states that she went to one of the most well-reputed hospitals in India. One would expect to be met by staff who understand their place as medical practitioners and the importance of responding to patients in a professional manner. Well, you would have thought so, wouldn't you? Wrong. That is absolutely wrong. Proved over and over again. 
most of the women we reached out to hadn't ever visited clinics, despite being sexually active. The reason most commonly cited was fear of being judged or reprimanded for their choices. For most young women, a rare trip to the gynaecologist is warranted only out of necessity, due to emergencies like pregnancy scares, UTIs or STDs. So how accessible is sexual health care in India? Problems regarding access to sexual health care in India are often associated with issues of poverty and lack of education. Policy reforms by governments are exclusively aimed at the rural poor and uneducated. All of the reports and statistics on Indian sexual health highlight a rural-urban divide. Rural populations are stated to be in lack of access to sexual health care, while urban areas are considered to have easy access to clinics. But hold on. Anika and Prisha are urban, privileged young Indians. Exactly. While it is true that poverty and a lack of education does impact access to sexual health care, the culture of shaming premarital sex bars access even to the urban and privileged. It's everybody's problem. So how accessible are these clinics? And what do we mean by access? Access means being able to talk freely and openly about concerns to a doctor. According to our findings, access is very limited. Feeling slut-shamed, intimidated and belittled inside clinics is common. Should one feel ashamed to tell a doctor that they are sexually active and unmarried? Is it okay for a gynecologist to ask if their patient plans to marry their partner? Of what relevance is that to the health check? It is not just medical staff or doctors that carry prejudice against premarital sex. It is the institution itself. The forms handed out to patients before visiting the doctor ask them to tick married or unmarried. This question is far too often used to determine the sexual status of a patient. This is a problem and it leaves us with questions like this. Is this a violation of rights? A violation of one's sexual rights includes the right to freely express yourself, the right to own your sexuality without discrimination, the right to be free from limitations on sexual practices and preferences, the right to services, education and information on sexual health. This is something one can demand when in the presence of a gynecologist, a medical health practitioner who specializes in sexual and reproductive health. Oh!